Hello, sweet friends, and welcome to Breakdowns, Breakthroughs, and Awakenings. My name's Rochelle, and I will be your host and guide as we navigate exploring some of the darker, more taboo areas of this beautiful journey called life. On top of being a spiritual intuitive and an intuitive energy worker, I'm also someone who has worked through a lot of personal trauma from this life and lives before. And what I've found is that though our darkest moments have the ability to completely break us down, they can also apply the right amount of pressure that we need to break through and awaken to our soul's true purpose. I created this podcast to shine light on the shadows we all have, to offer hope to those who are struggling and to allow a safe space for those of us who want to dig deeper and fully commit to our healing journeys. Only when we bring our shadows into the light are we able to transmute and heal. And right now, the world needs that more than ever. We'll talk about everything from spirituality to mental health, conscious kink to religion, and anything else you request. This is a non-judgmental space and I am here to serve for the highest good of all. I hope you enjoy and I encourage you to connect with our community. Find us on Facebook or Instagram using the links in the show notes or book a card reading. I would absolutely love to open up my channel and pass along any messages the divine has for you at this time. Remember, though life in this chaotic world can feel very lonely, you are never alone. I am always sending love, and we'll speak soon. Welcome, friends, to today's episode. I am really excited for this conversation today. We're going to talk about waking up spiritually, generational healing, the importance and power in putting yourself first, and how in doing that it is going to enable and activate the breaking of generational chains that have been holding so many of us bound and holding us back from becoming our authentic selves. And we're going to talk about how really at the center of all of this is the vibrational energy of love and it's going to be a really powerful episode so this is a good one to like get a cup of coffee or go for a walk lay down and do some stretching do some coloring have something to kind of feed your soul and your body as you nurture your mind through today's episode If you are listening to this in real time, then it will be just before Easter weekend 2023 and I want to share a story with you guys. If you don't already know, I have been recovering from sexual abuse over the last year and a half and Easter weekend is the weekend, this will mark the one year anniversary if you will, of when I confronted my sexual abuser. And I want to talk about this today. It was totally not my plan. I I did want to talk about generational healing and how important it is to love yourself and put yourself first. Um, But the story didn't really come to mind, but this is exactly what it is about. And so I'm going to share this with you today. And my intention is that by the end of today's episode, you feel called to 
a called and empowered to put yourself first in your own life. And there's a lot of reasons why that is so important. And we'll talk about it more in a bit, but let me share this story with you guys. So Easter for me has always been a really um, difficult, heavily emotional time because I grew up Christian. And so what that meant was that every Easter weekend, it was double the church and a whole morning or afternoon spent going through this really heavy, intense, sad, emotional service where you are, you know, grieving for the loss of Jesus and why he gave his life up and chose to be sacrificed so that we could live and you know, such intense emotional songs and so much deep grieving. And as a child who was, I still am a human, a human who is highly sensitive, very empathic, picks up on energies, intuitive, like, but not knowing that at the time and not having anyone who was able to support me and was also dealing with anxiety and depression undiagnosed at that time, even as a young child, Sitting through services like that was crippling to me. I would leave those services and just feel like it was like a mixture of trying not to feel all of this overwhelming feelings and like becoming numb. And I would kind of go back and forth between like overwhelming feeling and then I need to numb. And obviously not intentionally, but doing whatever like watching a lot of tv or whatever to distract myself listening to music like just trying to get out of my head and my body and my feelings because it was so much and it was so intense and so easter and i have never had like a great relationship and i also had kind of a family blowout a few years ago when i was at the beginning of my awakening and I hosted Easter for the first time. This was when I was married and my husband then and I wanted to have it at our house and it was the first time we had done that and so we had the family over and there ended up being this blowout like as everyone was leaving between my mom and my sister and I because my mom was, it was like everything had gone so well and we were walking out the door and they were walking out the door and she was like, don't don't forget, Jesus is the reason for the season or something like that. And my sister was like, actually, mom, that's actually not true. And like, you know, it was like, oh, we got so close to making it through the whole time without a blowout. And the issue was that my mom really wanted me to support what she was saying. And I was just like, mom, I can't do that anymore. Like, I don't believe the things that you believe. And I'm sorry, but this is my house and I'm not going to just you know, give you what you want to hear because this is my life and I'm just not on board. And so it caused a bit of a divide and it was actually a boundary that I had to put up after that was like, I need space from my mom because she is not in alignment with where I am going. So it ended up being a really good thing. But anyways, all that to say that Easter for me has always been a time of like intense, deep emotion and grief. And I realized that like on the other side of that, there was always like the celebratory Easter Monday, he rose again and this and that, and it's supposed to be a great time. 
But I never felt that. It was always just the heavy grief. And so last year, Easter came. My daughter was with her dad that week. So I was sitting on the floor of my closet on Easter and just feeling this intense pull in my heart to confront my abuser. So if you guys don't already know my story, it's that my dad sexually abused me when I was a kid and it was very like done in a gentle, loving way where you would think that it was just love and you would have you know, no reason to believe that it wasn't supposed to be this way because it was coming from your dad and stuff like that. Very disgusting and gross. And as I was, I, I was working with a spiritual coach who I still work with, Colleen. She's amazing. You guys have probably heard me talk about her before. But her and I have been doing a lot of work on like clearing energetically, a lot of breath work, um, getting more in touch with my intuition. And that's how these visions ended up ultimately coming to me of what had happened to me. And so when I realized it, I kind of had to just sit with it for a bit, like a few months and kind of process what was happening and what I was going to do with this information. And during that time, like obviously distanced myself from my dad. I was kind of dealing with it on my own in the beginning with Colleen, but like not with the support of family and friends and stuff. And I felt like I had to just make excuses. Like he and I up to that point had had a pretty good relationship. Um, I mean, lots of unhealthy stuff, but like we still saw each other, I guess is what I should say. We still had coffee pretty regularly. We were in each other's lives. And so I had to really kind of be like, yeah, you know, I'm just not up to seeing you right now. And a couple weeks later, he'd check in. I'd be like, yeah, I'm just kind of like going through some stuff and I'm just like needing my own time. And then eventually I was like, okay, well, I have to tell him something. And so what I told him was I was doing inner child healing and he had really hurt me during my childhood and I really just needed some time and space to be apart from him. And that he, I just needed him to like honor that. And so that kind of got me a few months. And when I was having this Easter weekend experience, I was on the floor of my closet just feeling a full body experience, like anxiety everywhere, knowing that this was going to be scary, um, but it was something I needed to do. I was like, I'm sick of making excuses and protecting him essentially, like from himself even at this point. Like I was so terrified to tell anybody what had happened. And in fact, the first time that I told somebody, I told my mom, because I was also abused by my grandfather, though that was not like a thing that happened more than like once or twice with my dad, it was more. But I told her about both of them and she didn't even actually physically hear what I said about my dad. So like this is a thing where if somebody's not ready to hear something, they literally won't hear it. And so I was like, what am I doing here? Like protecting my dad, like this is not, this is my story and my journey and my life and I have to take responsibility for it and I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, it's just not a good time, dad. Like, mm, yeah, I'm just still working on my stuff. Like, no, I need to tell him what the fuck I'm going through and he's going to respond to it however he's going to respond to it and that's on him. And so I sat on my floor that day and I sent him a text message about what was going on 
like a long involved text because I just did not have the strength or the energy or the desire to hear his voice or have a phone call. He gets very angry sometimes and so I was not going to open myself up to that. So I just sent him a text like this is what I've been dealing with and I don't see myself being I don't see you being in my life going forward, at least for like a good chunk of time, possibly ever. And I kind of need you to just respect that. And we had a little bit of back and forth conversation as I was sitting on the floor that day. And he said, you know, obviously there's no way that I could have done this. And I was just like, well, at that point, I had also had a couple of other people come to me telling me that they had had interactions with him as well. And so I was like, well... I'm not the only person who's actually dealt with this. And so you may not be able to understand this. And, you know, that's fine. Like, I don't expect you to receive this information, process it, and accept it and apologize on day one. Um, But this is what has happened. And you can just kind of take it and do what you need to do. It felt really good and really empowering to do that. And then... I just blocked him like I have not spoken to him since so that was a year ago coming up this weekend and the reason that I wanted to share that is because when I I, I'm going through this period of immense growth right now like since I had my daughter it's been like this it was an unraveling this intense which by the way was the beginning of my spiritual awakening it was like this intense breakdown mentally, physically. I was not a functioning person. And I started going to therapy and I started going to support groups and I started doing yoga and like I really dove deep into healing right off the bat because I was a fucking mess, you guys. Like when I say that, it's not a joke. My husband at the time had to take a leave of absence for two months off work to be home with me every day because I didn't trust myself to be left alone with the baby. Like it was a bad scene. And that was the beginning of the spiritual awakening journey. Like it's not, not everyone has to go through a breakdown. That's why I called this podcast Breakdowns, Breakthroughs, and Awakenings because the breakdown for me led to the breakthrough of waking up spiritually. And I had to experience a death, like a literal death to my old self. It was, it was profound and extreme and difficult. And I'm so glad that I fought every fucking day through that difficult time to end up where I am here now. And it's just been like, the more I've gone through this journey, the more that I've realized like, hey, I never put myself first. I was always, always, always doing what other people wanted and expected of me from the time that I was a tiny baby. And that is the whole thing about going through your journey is that you really wake up to yourself, to the fact that you are a light that is here on earth that has been dampened down by everyone else's expectations of you and their vision of what they think you should be and we bend to these people and we lose ourselves completely and unfortunately sometimes it takes a total breakdown for us to re-emerge on the other side like the phoenix rising from the ashes anew right like sometimes we have to have that breakdown But hopefully you don't. And if you're on this path, like the most consistent thing that you can do is to put yourself first. And so really, you know, it started with me putting up 
the boundaries with my mom and not seeing my sister anymore and then confronting my dad and just people that are not in alignment with me, letting them slip away and just really even like TV shows that I used to watch and like smoking weed and drinking and things that I used to do that I don't do anymore, getting out in nature more, like doing my yoga teacher certification, like aligning my life with where I am going has led to the most authentic version of myself. And I'm happier today as a single mom than I have ever been in my life. And so it's to say that if you are going through this journey, please know that you must protect your peace and you're going to piss people off along the way. And so, you know, starting in baby steps and just allowing yourself to test your boundaries first, like, I mean, we could go so deeply into this, but I won't because we have already kind of talked about this in another episode. But it's just extremely important to remember that everything that is holding you down and holding you back from becoming the person that you want to be, you are actually in control of it. And if you don't, if that doesn't resonate with you, just think about what I had to go through to get where I am today, where I had to like, basically disown my mom's beliefs in front of my family with everybody there stop talking to one of my sisters because she was just draining my energy and really holding me back confront my dad about sexually abusing me which ricocheted throughout my entire family and has brought up everyone's trauma and I knew it was going to but I had to do it because I know that I am here to help other people heal and you're not going to be able to do that without stirring some shit up or as Tony Robbins would say like burning all the boats like you have got to give it your all and if people in your life are not going to be on board with your healing journey then guess what those are people who aren't going to be coming along with you for it and that's okay so now that we've kind of talked a bit about the importance of addressing like not protecting people who have held you back and really putting yourself first it seems so obvious right so the next kind of step for me is to talk about like how did we get here why are we at a place where especially women feel like we have to just let other people run and dictate our lives so I feel like in order to really kind of understand how we've got where we are we need to look back a little bit so I don't know if you guys have ever done any research on like the mysticism of ancient Egypt but if you think back to Egypt and beyond like even farther back when I was doing the beginning of my yoga teacher studies and learning about people and practices that were happening you know as many as 5,000 years ago meditation where we would just kind of like tune in to our inner world and connect with the spirit that is all things like energetically connect with all that is around us we were really in a place where we were more unified like we've become more and more divided 
as time has gone on and technology has advanced and the smartphone has caused us to have all of this information at the touch of a button like we've really lost touch with the the spiritual aspect of our lives a lot of us and when you think back to like thousands of years ago in Egypt there's some really cool documentaries on um, Gaia if you guys don't have that it's like basically spiritual Netflix it's really super cool you can get a free week if you check it out Um, there's lots of documentaries and stuff on this and how like they used to use well it's I mean obviously nobody was there but there's theories that Egyptians would use sound to move things they were so in tune with their gifts and these intuitive abilities that we all have and they really utilize them and then kind of through time like our we've gotten more and more lost we've gotten more and more detached from our innate abilities the men have kind of taken over like the patriarchal society the religion from like the roman catholic church and all of this has really um pushed men to the forefront we've really forgotten about how powerful women are that we are creators just as much as men if not even more so that we are the ones who are birthing humans into this world and while of course we couldn't do it without the men like we've just been really really pushed down and taught that we're not as good and I believe that's the reason that our society is so off is because we've we've seen such a push of masculine and such a resistance towards feminine and even thinking about it from like not just like a gender perspective but like masculine energy representing pushing and pushing and feminine energy representing being able to receive and rest and restore and relax and when you look around our culture you can see that we're clearly not doing that we're not there but we are beginning to wake up and there is a shift that is happening right now which is so beautiful to see and it really is involving the feminine energy being restored and in particular having women be reacquainted with the inherent worth that we all have so how this has played out generationally is basically we've come from a place where you know thousands of years ago we used to worship women in ancient Egypt at least many other cultures as well worshipped women and they were considered goddesses and divine and we have basically that power has been taken away and it's been passed down from generation to generation to generation and then I believe that the time when the world wars were occurring just brought this mentality of scarcity so we kind of moved through this place where we were really in touch women were being treated like gold that shifted to the men kind of taking over we lost touch with our intuition and we went through kind of this we went into this like unconscious kind of state where we kind of were just going through the motions and then when we got to the time of the world wars there was this massive 
depression that occurred and people got ingrained in this lack mentality and scarcity and there's never enough and why should I have when you have not and and we're coming kind of into this time now where there's we've kind of I believe gone through the worst of it collectively and there's been enough time now you know almost a hundred years or more since the past the first world war uh, came and went and there's been this opportunity for people to kind of breathe a little bit and to kind of start to see that it doesn't have to always be horrible you know when we're we're doing like this generational work if you're listening to this you are probably a chain breaker you probably are I know I am and it's like you think back to the lessons from your mother and your mother's mother and your mother's mother's mother and what kind of world those people were living in when they were growing up and I know for a lot of us like when you start to begin your awakening whoop when you begin your awakening a lot of the time what happens is sorry the microphone just got knocked off there um but a lot of the time what happens is you have this awareness like okay things aren't going well my life is not going the way that I want it to I need to change something and so we develop this awareness which can then lead us to feeling like guilty and like how could I have let myself get to this place and like what is wrong with me and none of that needs to be because the truth is that we've all just been doing what we were told, what our parents believed was the right thing, what our grandparents and our great-grandparents believed to be the right way to do things. And so a big part of your awakening journey is going to be having like this light switch flick on that's like okay the way that I was raised isn't the way that I'm going to raise my kids or isn't the way that I'm going to live my life and there can be a lot of internal struggle when you start to have that realization and a part of the awakening journey that people don't talk about a lot is how lonely it can be because as I mentioned earlier, like when you're basically, there's basically two dimensions happening. I mean, they're all happening all the time because time and space are funky and crazy and amazing. But basically most of society right now is living in the third dimensional state, which is like a very heavy physical state. And what is happening is we're shifting up into this fifth dimensional state which is like where Jesus talked about heaven being like light and love and amazingness that's where we are shifting and so when you go through your spiritual awakening journey what is happening is you your energetic being is literally shifting into a higher vibration and so what it will do is it's going to shed the lower vibrations that are no longer in alignment with where you are going and the person that you're becoming and so the people in your family who don't have the same beliefs as you your friends that you've known since you were 12 maybe the places you used to hang out the food you used to eat substances you used to take in they're not going to be on the same energetic frequency as you anymore and as you grow this continues so you might like reach a certain level hang out there for a couple years something will happen immense growth occurs you go through this cycle again like it's going to happen over and over and over 
as you continue to evolve. So I guess what I'm saying is get used to it, but also like that it's okay to have relationships that come in and then come out of your life and it's okay to, you know, to go from the crowd, like to stray from the herd and do your own thing, but it is going to feel a little bit lonely, but only in that gap period where you're going from where you were to where you're going to be, because you are going to find your new tribe and your people who understand what you're going through and who you feel connected to now in this new way. And then you'll know when you start going back and like having conversations with these people in your family or maybe your ex-partners or whoever it is, like you'll be like, oh, that really didn't feel great at all and that's because it's bringing you down to a lower vibration so you may be thinking to yourself okay what you're saying is if I'm on this path I'm going through this awakening I'm becoming a lighter vibrational being and things are going to be falling and shifting out of my life and rebirths happening and all of this kind of stuff and this is all to do with love. Like, how in, haven't I been loving the, this whole time? Like, I love my kids. I love my husband. I love myself. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, aren't I already doing this? The truth, you guys, is that I did not learn how to love. Like, I'm still genuinely learning my first experience with really having my heart be open now it was not until I started working with Colleen and started having this intuitive knowledge coming through that I realized how much I had been numbing my pain and when we are numbing we cannot truly love in my opinion if you're you know for example and there's no judgment here obviously you guys I've been through the journey if you're drinking every day if you're smoking weed every day if you are even like exercising furiously every day, doing things that are on the healthy side of addiction or working yourself solid, like so you have no time to think or feel your emotions, you really are not allowing yourself to access your heart. So we're going through this time right now where collectively our hearts are opening and it's really shocking when you start to actually feel what it's like to love because it's like, oh my God, like there's so many people walking around who feel like they're connected to love but they're really not and you don't know it until you feel it and then you feel the difference and so I guess to kind of like tie everything together and wrap it up um, because I feel like it's been a lot and I don't want to make this too lengthy it's just like it's really all about loving and that starts with you. So if you're wanting to make some changes in your life, if you're wanting to support yourself on your spiritual journey, some things that you can start doing are really simple things like just waking up and saying thank you in the morning, incorporating a gratitude practice into your day. Like if you're sitting at work and you have 10 minutes and it's your break just like sitting in the coffee room bored just like write 10 things on your phone that you're grateful for or just say thank you last night actually this is a really cool thing that happened last night so you guys may or may not know actually I don't think I've shared it publicly that I'm doing like another sex break because I just get so distracted sometimes and I want to focus on my business and so what I found was last night I was laying in bed feeling really distracted and normally my mind would go to sex. Like I would just start visualizing whoever the person is that I've been chatting with or whatever. 
And I would just start thinking about that. But last night I was like, hey, Rochelle, like you have to change. You know this, you're doing lots of stuff. Like what can I do to support myself right now? And so what I decided to do was instead shift that energy to my daughter. And I just started thinking about my daughter and I visualized this glowing golden orb of light around her. And I just started saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And like not just saying it, but like really letting the feeling and the vibration because it is a high vibe thing to say thank you thank you thank you and like gratitude is such a high vibrational feeling and so I just was closing my eyes and visualizing my daughter and I was just saying thank you thank you thank you and I probably did it for 10 minutes and when I was done I felt so good and so grateful and I know that even though she was sleeping, she felt it too because that's how energy works. We are all connected. And so something as simple as getting a gratitude practice into your life, putting up healthy boundaries, deciding who is good for you in your life, what is good for you in your life, what is not, taking out the things that are not, just like really putting yourself first is so critical when it comes to your success in your life. So I'm going to wrap this up. It's been a busy week. I had a Reiki healing session. My energy has been flowing. I've had new clients coming in. I hosted the event on the weekend. I am feeling really good but tired and I just want to rest tonight. So I really hope that this, yeah, tonight, it's been a whole day. It took me to get this episode done because um, I had to just take a break. It wasn't flowing. I had to take a break, come back tonight, finish it up all good things but I really hope that this resonated in some way if you want more counsel or connection if you want a reading or a healing please reach me through the description box below all my info will be in there I really greatly value you listening and your time thank you for being here and also connect on Instagram if you want to learn more about energy and stuff like that I really try to constantly post positive things to kind of brighten your day and support you in your healing journey. So thank you for being here and we will speak again soon, my friends.